episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterofthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Things got roasty toasty on Drag Race UK. So who served it up hot and who got burned? It's time to find out as we chat all things semifinals. And joining me are the super duper hot roasters, her and Russell. Hello. Oh my gosh. Hot roasters. Listen, I it is almost the end of 2021. There's been a lot of drag race. My intros, I think I've written like a hundred of them at this point. I'm running out of puns and ideas. I need a break. <laughs> I'm so sorry I've just ruined your intro as well. My clothes. No, all... you're good. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Most... <laughs> um, well, speaking of never ending drag race, I do have drag news of the week. Um, this week, Drag Race France was announced. Bonjour, bonjour. Um, it's going to be very I, exciting. I am excited. I still want to predict that I think Nikki Doll is going to be involved some way. That's just my prediction. Um, maybe I might slide in her DMs and try to get an exclusive. She probably won't give it to me, but I don't know. She's doing a lot of international things, and she she is French, so I'm excited. Those girls, we oui. paint, <laughs> and their looks are just next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah they I'm, look they look next, and they can not not that other girls can't perform, but they like. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, as I I joked a little bit. Um, Drag Race is becoming the world sh- showcase of Epcot. Basically, every country in Epcot is represented by a Drag Race franchise now. Not Japan. Not, not yet, not yet. You never know. Um, well, before we begin, obviously, I just want to give a little disclaimer to the listeners. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters presented through reality television production just as a reminder, we're here to have fun. We're gonna spill some tea. We're gonna we're gonna talk some shit, but it's it's all out of fun because this is our favorite TV show, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> Russell, you've you've been on the podcast before. The listeners know who you are. Her, welcome to Block Talk. Hello. <laughs> now you may know some of the contestants this season, don't you? Well, maybe. 11 or 12 of them. <laughs> but some better than others, for sure. Some better than others. It's so strange. None of them are from London. It's like, how would you know them? Oh, it's nuts, isn't it? You know, <laughs> we need the representation next time. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, you are part of Gals Aloud, which features Miss Kitty Scott Claus. Mm-hmm. And, and Cheryl Hole. And Cheryl and Tace at some point and, as well. Right. Um, what, what, how, how did that group form how did you all come together um so we used to uh be part of this drag family in this dingy bar in north london and one night we just thought her upstairs may she rest in peace um and just one night we thought let's do a tribute to girls aloud because they're our favorite girl group um and it was a sweaty disgusting night but we put in a show and it was a sellout um and then someone who would soon become our sort of manager of the group saw pound signs in his eyes and thought we're taking this on the road (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna stage it and uh the rest is history 
It's amazing. And who do you portray uh, in the group? I'm Nadine Coyle, the Irish uh-huh. one. Uh, which mm-hmm. Nikita does a better voice impression of, so I'm not going to embarrass myself. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, did you did, were you gagged to see Nadine Coyle on the show this season? Oh, honestly, I do you know what that episode where so she was playing Snatch Game and Lulu was the guest judge. Mm-hmm. They were both of the people I auditioned with for Snatch Game last year. And wow. Yeah, and when that episode came out, I was like, "Excuse me, this is <laughs> how dare you." But um, it was so good to see her on there. We love Nadine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, and they have really really great music. Obviously, last week we had a, a Girls Aloud lip sync. We did. That was quite the event, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very, uh, and I and I joked that I was like that Kitty probably did the choreography that you did in the in the group, and she literally. Did my art. <laughs> oh yes, she did. Um, Ophelia and I, who's Nicola and Girls Aloud, we were watching, and there was one point where we were like, okay. That choreo doesn't work just as one person, but uh, she's going for it, babes. <laughs> right? It was, it was, it was very fun to watch. But we are here to talk about episode nine. We're a week away from the finale. How have you both been enjoying the season so far? Uh, shall I? Do you want to go, Russ? Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like some of the fire is gone. I okay. feel like there were some some things that chopped this season and did a disservice to the queens. I also didn't have her on the, on the cast, so it was just boring altogether, but we it. can't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, do you know what? The thing is, it's come off the back of season two as well in the same mm-hmm. year, which is not their fault, but right. it was just such an iconic season with a whole cast of like iconic season queens that, yeah. you know, I feel like this was a fresher cast that were that had a lot of pressure to live up to an iconic season. And I feel like that's a reason it's, uh, it's not been as, it's not taken off as much as I think people had hoped it would this time, has it? Yeah, I think it, it's I think kind of like All-Stars 1. Mm. Like where All-Stars 1 was a, for the US version was a wonderful cast and the challenges were just kind of meh. And the, like, the I, stories that were created and the plots were meh. But all of, I, I love all of each and every one of these queens and I want all the best for each of them. But this season just doesn't fit them. No. I think another issue was when they were filming, usually at least in the US, the queens get to see the season that just aired. So they know how things just flowed and, and what the iconic moments were and what was already done. Um, they didn't get that opportunity. They were filming as it was airing. So like, they didn't get to hear UK Hun and see how huge that turned out because that may have influenced their group number a little bit. Um, and then I think in one of the interviews I heard River, most of her Snatch Game first choices were done last season. So she was stuck doing um, Amy Child. So th- there was a lot of things that I think they were at a disadvantage of and it wasn't their fault at all. But as far as a the cast, it, they're, they're so dynamic. It's a really great cast. Oh, honestly, they're all like 10 out of 10s across the board. Yeah. But, but yeah, so it's just the challenges. Some things, it's not a, it's not got the juice that last season had. Yeah, exactly. And, if, well, and we will, we're not going to discuss it until things are said by World of Wonder, but there's obviously been the rumors out there about the filming schedule and how that um, may have impacted um, some moods and how things go. 
it's not for us to discuss, but it's out there. And Willem, I'm sure will debunk it if, and, and tell us everything about it in a couple of weeks. But I mean, if it some is of true, the cast has even said stuff. Yeah. I mean, we just can't say things because a hopeful is here. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it, it's just, it's definitely, <laughs> it, it, it definitely was, in, in, it's been interesting. Like, I, I've been joking about watching uh, Canada's Drag Race, and like, there's, you have one episode the next day. Um, it looks like there's two or three days in between filming because you have geometric having a full freaking beard. It's like, that, that doesn't happen overnight. Like three hours later. <laughs> exactly. Between All right. Well, let's dive into this episode. It is the top four again. There's no mirror message to wipe off. What a blessing. Another top four. Is Crystal happy? Yes. But don't tell her face to show it because she's had way too much work done. Um, and that's going to be me. I'm old. I need to feel youthful again. Um, each week when they credit Dr. Motox in their um, uh, uh, captions on Instagram, I'm like, maybe I just need to go find Dr. Motox and fix me too. It's time. <laughs> Aesthetics by. <laughs> Face the injections. Well, Vanity was shooketh when Rue said she was safe, and so were Kitty and Vanity. But hey, Ella was bumping that ground in a split as an Oompa Loompa. Crystal is bringing the jokes early in the episode as she says she's surprised that she can't do a split after leaving the care home. Come on, old folk jokes. Um, as, as Kitty says, Nana took her pills and she's feeling loosey-goosey. It, it's kind of crazy that Ella is, at this point, the oldest in the cast at age 32. I know. It's a very fresh season, isn't it? I think mm -hmm. the only other one older than her was Veronica, and she's mm -hmm. only 35, I think, or something like that. Yeah, still, still young. <laughs> very fresh, very fresh. Ella wants to feed her ego and they talk badges. Kitty has two badges plus a sash. Ella has three badges, no sash. Crystal has two, no sash. And Vanity has one, no sash. I think it's time to like let everyone know the sash counts as like five badges. So Kitty really is in the lead. She's in pole position. She's got a sash, just like a exactly. horse. <laughs> uh, I love horse. that she's <laughs> I love that she's obsessed with the sash. It's, I, I kind of want her to wear it all the time, every time on screen. <laughs> Vanity is convinced that badges don't matter. It's all about what you bring to the table. And are we sleeping on Ella still? No. Kitty is a showgirl and she is getting those marbles out. She is ready to knock her down. But Kitty is going to be drawn like one of Ella's French girls. And while Crystal does not like the exposed tatas, um, she covered her up immediately. But it's time to make it a top three. One of these girls has got to go. New day, still top four. Now with a new badge on Ella's chesticles. Vanity has one badge she got in a group challenge and she is happy that she is proving herself each week, but she has to pinch herself as amazing bitches have gone home. Katie thinks she will be in the top three for her badges while Vanity thinks she would be because she's the loudest. It's working for her. Um, and Ella's going to be in the top three because she's talented. But once again, we are witnessing a rivalry. The show is manufacturing between Ella and Kitty. And I feel like right now, Kitty is being set up as an underdog. Um, it's very interesting to watch this this rivalry, which isn't really a rivalry, but they need a storyline. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't. I feel. I feel like it's coming across. I don't know how it reads in America, but over here it definitely just reads as like playful fun instead of a rivalry. Yes. Um, because yeah, they're and they're they're really good pals outside of it as well. Yeah. But, but they definitely they need <laughs> they needed to put some drama. Yeah. 
And then, and then and Crystal didn't feel well. So. And um, so she was just like, Bleh. yeah, I feel like it. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah it, it's different than season one where there was a rivalry between Davina and the Vivian. Uh, that was real. That was real drama. They don't talk anymore. That was, that was real. This one, it, it's playful because they, they are having fun and I think they do see each other as equals and and I think no matter what happens, even in the lipstick last week, they're happy for each other. They're happy that they both have this experience. And that's a delight to watch. It is RuPaul's best friend's race on season three. It sure is. Okay. <laughs> well, as Russell said, Crystal's not feeling well. Um, the other three girls immediately retreat backwards with the sound effect I thought was very funny. Um, but no one wants to get sick. And, and being sick nowadays is, is a red flag. But take your vitamins, girls. <laughs> Ella tells Crystal <laughs> vitamins. You're right. You're right. Ella tells Crystal to take care of herself, even though it is competition. And Kitty tells her not to push too hard. Crystal will not give up, even though Ella is like, "You're gonna go home anyway, so it's fine." Apparently, to get to the top three, the queens climb on the table and try to top each other. And this was bottom energy, if I've ever seen it. <laughs> it was a lot. I don't well, think there's a there. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Rue arrives in a very subtle suit. I feel like Klein Epstein Parker doesn't travel to the UK. Oh. Rue's been very reserved with the suits this season. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Look. Was. What? Yeah. What, Russell? You're making fun of me already. No, last season he wore that terrible Ginny Lemon wig. Like, I don't think that he just cares. He just has more fun. That's fair. That's fair. Or, think- or the suits are way too loud for the BBC. That's very much a possibility. Maybe he just popped to H&M for this one, you know. <laughs> nice and easy down the road. He's come round. He's come round to the idea now. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, for this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be defending their life in the Pearly Gates comedy roast. They need to write a stand-up set where they roast themselves, along with the judges, guest judge Kathy Burke. We'll talk about her later. And the Eliminated Queens will be there too, so no one is out of bounds. Having the most badges, Ella Bidet will get to choose the performance order. I hope we get some Ellie Diamond kind of drama out of Ella, but let's be real. She wasn't going to do it. And again, they hadn't seen the episode, so they didn't know how amazing that episode was. Oh, that was so much fun. No, but she kind of, she wanted to set them up, but then they all just wanted the, the positions that she was going to give them anyway. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't give tried. She tried her best, but no, 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 no. So the discussion turns to who's done stand-up before, Kitty has never actually done stand-up, but at our gig, she is a host and does a lot of improvisation. Um, so she's always wanted to try it, and today's the day. Have you done stand-up before? Oh, me? oh not Russell? Okay. <laughs> no, I am. Um... It's like, Russell raised hand. I don't... Zoom, what are you doing? Um, Russell, I did raise my hand. <laughs> no, I have not. I absolutely have not. I'm not funny. I'm, I mean, I'm funny, but I'm not. I, I'm, I very have to much prepare, and I cannot do it in six hours. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so it's not part of my normal like gig, but I was in this like big drag competition in London a few a couple of years ago. Not the- another drag competition, which I won. And yes, um, you did. And um, one of the challenges was at roast week, and I won that week. So yes, I've done it, and yes, I can be very nasty when I need to. <laughs> Love it. Well. Ella hasn't done stand-up either, and as someone new to drag, most of her gigs are sing and go home. Now, I want to rewind that statement for a second. 
what does new to drag mean? How long has she been performing? So who's this Ella? Um, about, yeah. About a year and a half right now. Okay. Interesting. I was like, I thought she'd been around a little longer. I know I followed her for a long time, but that may have been because I was thirst following uh, the Book of Mormon cast. That very may well have been what it was. Also, 2020 was five years. So, you know. Right. That's true. Does, that is, that is does that count true. in her year of drag? I don't know. So maybe she's been doing it for two months and she's just she's got all the way to the final one. Come on, Valentina. Ella doesn't write jokes. Um, she doesn't go knock knock who's there because she doesn't care who's behind the door. Uh, Russell, do you remember that knock knock joke I told you in text once? Yes. Um, her, would you like to hear it? Oh, please. I'll play along. Knock knock. Who's that? Owl. Owl who? Yes, they do. Oh no. Yeah, that was my reaction. Oh no, I'm going to my water now because I've gone lightheaded. Well, Vanity says she is a joke. She's only got one badge, orange, 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 and she's going to turn that around and use it. She doesn't like to roast. The only thing she likes to roast is chicken. So how hard are people going to go in? Kitty says they need to make Rue laugh and the Eliminated Queens laugh. So they're going to go all in. And I feel like all, all spare in a roast. You, you should be able to go all in. As long as you know you're about to be roasted, anyone's up for fair game. If you're not on the bill, you should not be roasted. That happened to me once at, a, um, at oh someone's birthday roast and um, didn't turn out too well. Oh, but the roast. That was just rude. It was, it was very rude. Well, Crystal is not worried about going in on Rue. She can take slack. She can take a dig. She's going to do everything in her power to excel. But she's going to take a shit on stage. She's, she, she's nervous. Ella is thinking that she's going to be tactical about her placement. She asks the girls where they want to go. Crystal volunteers to go first to get it done, which is a very dumb decision. Um, clearly, she's never watched another episode of Drag Race where uh, going first is usually not where you want to go. Kitty wants first or last. Vanity wants second or third. Ella's thinking she wants the weakest first. Follow them. Put the person who will close the show at the end. Rubbish good. Rubbish good. It's the good, th it's the good thing to do with only four of them there. Mm -hmm. I agree. They had a... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that was it. I just thought it was the right lineup. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, they, and they all wanted that. So, like, she couldn't even be tactical about it. But even in, in season five, Alaska went first and Alaska got to pick the order, I do believe. Um, so she was like, no, I'm going to go first. That way, if I say any jokes and they're mm -hmm. repeated, mm -hmm. then I've said it first. So even if exactly. it wasn't perfect, and she didn't do poorly, we'll, but we'll get to it. So the order is going to be Crystal, Ella, Vanity, and Kitty. And Kitty sees what she's doing. Ella Vidae is a naughty, naughty girl. So the girls are going to start writing and Kitty is cackling at her own jokes. And here's a little behind the scenes tea. Uh, when I write the script for the podcast, I am the same way. I laugh at my own jokes. Um, it, I find it as an endearing um, character trait. I, I think it's cute. I, I understood where Kitty was coming from. Um, but yeah, I laugh at my own jokes because most of the time when Russell's on, he never laughs at a single thing I say. That's okay. <laughs> It's so hateful. But if you can't laugh at yourself, like, it's not going to be funny. It's true. You're absolutely right. Vanity I'm, is... You go ahead. I was, she is exactly like that in real life as well. It is so, <laughs> so infuriating. She just laughs at herself nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. 
Kitty knows that there is a difference between finding yourself funny and writing something funny, then performing it and then getting a laugh, which is it's it, that is very important because there is a very big difference. Vanity, though, is finding it hard to roast the judges. She says she is a nice person and would rather celebrate you than tear her and tear herself down. Ella reveals to us that her kind of comedy is dad jokes. Um, I won't which you even got so excited about. No, no, did. no. I'm not even going to repeat the one she said in confessional because that one was bad. My joke was a bad dad joke, but that hers was worse. That was, mm-mm, mm-mm. We loved it last night. We absolutely- Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> we it was so stupid. We lost our shit. Did you want to come to my party? I'm sorry. That just, we died. It was, it was very funny. I think what was the, the funniest part about it is, again, Kitty laughs at her home jokes. Ella laughed at her own joke, which was really funny because she just she found it so so hilarious. <laughs> I would have loved to see the um, producer there and see if they laughed at it as well. I'm sure they had to cackle. Sure. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it, it really was. Now, Kitty will be roasting herself. She says there is a gold mine that has been untapped. This is the spot in the final. Uh, she ain't pulling any, pu- any punches. Get your ice packs ready because y'all are going to get burned. Now it's time to start painting because while well, this episode was clearly filmed in a single day, Vanity really? needs to become oh fully. You oh, don't think I, so? I totally thought that they took a break for the day, came back because they showered, their hair was all dried and like just like got out of the shower. They had just shaved. I definitely think it was the next day. You're so hateful. The signal No, I'm not hateful. I even told Matt, I'll go grab him. I told him I was like, this is definitely the next day. You think so? I think it was still the same day. Her is this? I believe they were two separate days. I think the only day that was shot. I think, but I can't. I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure the only day that I was potentially informed that it was one day was the the charity shot ball. Okay, that one definitely that makes sense. Okay, I think you you could literally see Ella's hair like was done when she was writing jokes, and then because we have very similar hair texture. Like the next day, she had like just got out of the shower. She looked like a chicken that was just hatched. Like, like oh, I couldn't. She got out of the shower. They had just shaved. If they did not give them a whole night's sleep, they definitely said, "Go shave, shower, shit, do your three S's, and come back." All right, okay, maybe because usually, like, because I my, my notes, I'm usually my my header says elimination day. I don't think we saw the uh, the Kylon that said elimination day. That's no, why I, I yeah okay. All right, Did you so say Kylon? No, I said, is it Kylon, isn't it? No, it's it. <laughs> Whatever. Stop making fun it of me. It like you said Krylon. Like, like yes, Krylon. We love Krylon makeup. <laughs> Her, do you have any Krylon makeup? I do. I've literally got some in my bag right here next to me. Amazing. Right love it. All right. Well, they're going to start painting, and we're going to hear about Vanity needing to be confident on her stage portrayal. She was the most confident kid. Um, she tells us that she was the shit as the middle child. Ella shares that she was the funny random kid of the family. She did play with dolls. Did her dad ever tell her to man up? No, but during dance training, she was told no girly boys. There was a pressure in theater and acting to be straight and masculine. She didn't get auditions because she was looking too girly and asked to come back a week later, but she couldn't full grow a full beard. So what was she supposed to do? Russell, you you have a dance background. Is that something you experienced? I mean, I would only go in for the the girly roles, <laughs> but like also knowing Ella's Ella's 
resume and there's yes I believe it yes she's telling the truth but it's just so difficult to to understand like going in for something that you know that you're wrong for like you know that what you physically look like you know what you come across as which are two different things sometimes and so Mm -hmm. if you go in for something that says like super butch like really masculine and and sometimes the the casting calls will say that or sometimes it will say like really effeminate like twinkie boy and you're like okay well i'm not that or i am that so i'll go in so i just i mean i don't know how the west end works and she clearly does but um i i can't i don't know i guess it, it makes sense but i just i've never been turned away like they've never said you're not masculine enough they've always just like, like said in the dance call oh butch it up or like don't don't be so limp like <gasps> interesting all right interesting well she says she is not overtly camp and did suppress her feminine side ella that is, is so her funny. chance <laughs> ella is her not chance overtly to access... camp okay <laughs> why is that funny because how do you say that about yourself i'm not overtly camp but like intrinsically yes i am camp Okay, okay, that's fair. Well, she says Ella is her chance to access her camp feminine inside. It's the extra confidence she doesn't have in real life. Vanity goes on to say that she's experienced toxic masculinity. She gets called out for walking feminine and having feminine features. She feels the pressure of being more masculine and pre- uh, pretends she wasn't gay and flamboyant. Her family has accepted her in her marriage. Her parents told her not to question who you are. Don't change yourself for anybody. She is who she is and embraces herself. It shows your pride. Now, we're about to lead our way into the runway, but we have the music stop. Usually we never get this, but why, why is the music stopping? Because Kitty is enamored with herself as she is painting. I live. I thought this was so funny to have her like get a little moment before the runway. It makes you love her even more. Is she that kind of person getting ready that she just looks at herself in the mirror and it's like no one else exists? Um, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think I, lots of our girls, lots of our girls' live dressing rooms are pretty much just the five of us sat in a row going, I'm absolutely stunning. I'm so gorgeous. I was like, oh, you're gorgeous. I was oh, fucking gorgeous. Oh, stunning babes. Um, I'm, yeah, I loved it. It was so good. Now, we're 16 minutes into the episode. We're already on the main stage where Rue is showing us leg again on the main stage. We have I got loved, loved that outfit. Oh, it was very my nice. God. We got Michelle Visage, Alan Carr, and Kathy Burke. For us Americans who may not know who she is, she's known for her appearances on French and Saunders and Absolutely Fabulous. Uh, Russell, did you know who Kathy Burke was? Absolutely not. I had to look her up before the episode. <laughs> And her, I'm assuming you knew who she was. Oh, she's an icon. She was mm-hmm. in. Um, she was also in the Elizabeth films with Kate Blanchett. She was um, Queen Mary. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So you might know her from that. Okay. Episode. Okay. 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 But she's uh, right. She's an icon over here. We love her. So she we're gonna. Great. Be... They just yeah. didn't like. They didn't give her enough material. Like I guess they didn't want us to show us the jokes, so they didn't do the usual rehearsal bit. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, you're shite, or like, you're, that's great, give us more of that. But it was just like, write the jokes, put on makeup, and you're on stage. <laughs> well, we're going to begin with the Pearly Gates roast. 
and then we'll talk about the runway. But before we talk about the sets, let's talk about the eliminated queens. Anyone stick out? Any looks that you love? Um, I thought my future ex-boyfriend, Scarlet Harlot, looked radiant. So beautiful. So I had cool. the biggest crush on Scarlet Harlot. It's not even funny. Russell knows. <laughs> um, I think Charity's look really stood out for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still, it's still, it's just, everything about Charity's drag is, it's memorable. Yeah. So, like, she sat there a big green witch. <laughs> I, what else? Yeah. Um, also, a talking point at our viewing party last night was, now I love Veronica. I love her. But she had a pot, uh, she had a pot noodle on her head last night. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was like that, like neon green of the coloring that you get in that the movie. booger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen a, it, it. Yeah, it was it was interesting, and I've seen a couple memes of um, uh, Charity and Scarlett sitting next to each other, being like the next production of Wicked. Pretty, yeah, no, they did. They looked like Linda and Alpha. Um, I loved it. Um, so I saw on Rivers post today. Um, they were all given like horns to wear. They were all meant to be devils, but she was the only one that wore hers. And <laughs> everyone, else, everyone else was just like, we're not wearing this crap. <laughs> Honestly, so that, that makes sense. That, that's so funny. Um, also, Anubis, very glam. She looked very pretty. Look, if Anubis had lasted longer than the first episode, she would have ate up the competition. Probably, yeah. She could have been yeah, Crystal, anyway. All right, we're going to start off speaking of with Crystal's stand-up set. Um, I thought she looked very, very beautiful. The short hair, I believe, is the same one we saw in the charity shop uh, chic look, um, that the second look of that uh, runway. But she starts and reveals that she was scared to come up there, not because it was a comedy roast, but she sees charity again. She's a literal horror movie on legs, and don't get her started when she's in drag. Not a bad start. Those, those are pretty good, easy Funny. read. She is here to confess her sins, and that shouldn't take too long because she was only born last week. Or if you get Michelle up there, it would be would last all night. Um, so we learned that Michelle Visage is a sinner and old. We get to the age portion of the set where she reminds us that she is 19 and Rue is old enough to be her great times like 20 grandmother. Um, at what point do we have to tell the queens of future seasons? It's a recycled joke. Stop making it. It's done. Every point. It's just not funny. It was it's mm -mm. Just funny pretty much after this. Well, the second time anyone ever made it because she's old. News, well, she's older. she's old. She's not even like that old. No, no, she's like sixty. It's not that yeah. bad. Um, I mean, there is there is a lot to read uh, about RuPaul. I mean, now that we have that Christmas ornament, oh, the, the sky's the limit now. I mean, I just watched Utica's roast yesterday again, right after the episode because I had to. Utica roasted RuPaul beautifully. Mm -hmm. Ru just wasn't in on the joke. So she right. made Utica the joke. But mm -hmm. RuPaul, a fashion icon, please stand up without knowing that she wears sweatpants behind that panel. Like, you no one would ever know, but... No, Utica knew. Utica had to no, know. Utica, Utica knew, that's why she said it. But, like, um, a casual yeah. person was just like, eh. No, I think super fans know about Ru in the sweatpants. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying a casual person just like, I'm 12 years old, I'm going to turn on Drag Race because I'm oh my god, Queens, mm -hmm. is not going to say, oh, RuPaul, where's, why won't she stand up? Why does she, why does she mm -hmm. get blurred out when she, Utica said that? I saw um, Kathy Burke tweet today as well saying they get given blankets to put on their laps on the, on the <laughs> and there's heaters under the panel as well. 
So they're all sat there with a little blanket like a grandma. Bless. <laughs> I, I can believe it. I, I've, def- I've been to uh, live studio tapings many times. It is an icebox in a lot of those locations. And especially like filming in the winter. It's we, How many layers did we see Scarlet wear in the workroom? There was like 12 layers of swe- sweaters and jackets. It must be freezing in there. She's ready for Aspen, honestly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of Kathy Burke, um, Crystal tells her that she's not old enough to know who she is. Odd, but in but but accurate read, because uh, she was kind of reading herself. Mm-hmm. Crystal's biggest sin, she says, is being a virgin. She puts all her efforts into drag and never has time for a slag. Is being a virgin a sin? Is that really what she was trying to say there? No, I think... I just, I do think she was just a bit out of her depth with this kind of challenge and she knew that. Yeah. I just, it was a weird, like, joke because I just don't mm-hmm. think, it, it just wasn't funny because. Right. Yeah. She could have said, so, oh, I'm an angel. I've never committed the biggest sin. And she just went right past it and. Yep. It well, she's, she's <laughs> going to share with Michelle um, what a virgin is and she drags it out. Again, not funny. Um, we, we, we've heard the dragged out joke before with Darian and Adore. That's funny because the joke of Adore being dumb is accurate. Michelle's not dumb. No. No. But she, she, she made a choice and she mm-hmm. missed, but she did use a, like a, a, a comedic rule or sure. a fact. She was like, let me, let me use this formula and let me see mm-hmm. if it works. If it doesn't work, then at least it would, like could have been funny. She didn't right. try. She didn't not try. And do you know what? Like props to her as well because she didn't. She didn't come across as nervous in the set. She wasn't like exactly like stuttering. And for being nineteen, I know. I know she brings it up a lot, but I can't imagine being on that show and doing a roast at nineteen. Absolutely. When I think what I was like at nineteen, bloody hell, you, I wouldn't even <laughs> apply to that show when yeah. I was like, like so. She's she's like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but good for her. She yeah, absolutely. She did amazing. She did the best she could with uh yes, with it not being her forte. So she's gonna head back to the audience, um, to the gorgeous yet cracking Veronica Green. She says it was nice to have Grandma there. Uh, she was the only <laughs> one who made Rue look young for a second, and then Veronica will snap back and say the only thing getting old are these jokes. That was good. That, that was really good. I always love when they all snap back at the contestants because it did. It did shatter um, Crystal for a second. She was she got lost for a second because it was funny. She wasn't prepared. And then she tells us that Rue has complimented her on being gorgeous and young and good at what she does. And Rue screams out, "Not anymore!" And unfortunately, that was the best part of Crystal's set. Uh-huh. After the laugh settle, we learned this was her way to introduce Ella as those are not the things that Ella is. So she introduces the cow to get up there. I think her, you're absolutely right. For her age and for someone who's not necessarily a comedy queen, she did hold her own. She did well for what she was given. Um, If this was a roast with like six or seven contestants still there, I think she would have absolutely been safe and everything would have been fine. Very that. She didn't prepare for a roast, I don't think. No. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not asking to find out if the girls were told to prepare for a roast, but it, she came very prepared for a lot of things. And she mm-hmm. didn't seem to have loosely written jokes that a lot of the U.S. girls put together for people that they can just like, this applies to you, so I'll write it again or, or finesse right. it for you. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make sense that 
she, she knew she was going to struggle through this because she didn't have the opportunity to prepare for it. But it's not something like, like her said, like you can't, you're 19, you're not going to be like, oh, let me go do a roast really fast. So I have experience with this. Right. It was very, very out of her comfort zone. She held her own. She, she should have been safe and yeah. with four people, it should have been five people. That way one person could have been safe. Mm-hmm. A roast at top four is very charged. I, if it was five and Scarlet was still there, I do think Scarlet would have still knocked Crystal down to the bottom. Yes, I think I Scarlet would have. Scarlet would have been, could have been a winner. That would have been a good challenge for her. Well, speaking of the winner, let's talk about Ella Vade's stand-up set. Uh, I thought her wig was gorgeous. I love that um, color she had on. Very, very voluptuous. Very pretty. Um, she welcomes he, she's, they's, and Michelle Visage. A very easy, simple joke to get out of the way. Um, Ella Vade is a name that keeps on giving. Who else has a memorable name and catchy name? Anus Puss, Annie Booney, Hakuna Matata. No, it's on your bus, which is what she was on week one. She hopes she embraced that experience of being at home for eight weeks. I think that was a moment I was like, okay, she's probably going to win. That was really good. Yeah, it was like shots fired down the line, like boom, boom, boom. There we go. Mm-hmm. Poor new mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She tells Veronica Green that she is the definition of a triple threat to society she also tells her that she is not a forehead it is a hairline literally trying to run away from the face very good very good to alan carr it's nice to see him every two weeks which reminds her of childhood seeing her dad he beams from ear to ear and his teeth are so gappy that it's like his tongue is in prison set that tongue free okay going in hard but alan can take it alan alan's used to roasting people when we had the preview for this episode, when Alan was visibly upset, like, oh, all the shit I say from the judging panel, I was just waiting the entire episode for someone to Same. really trash him. And I thought that that was going to be the moment. I was like, start out really strong, and then you're just going to skid to a halt. But it didn't happen. I was very surprised. They really set us up for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think probably my favorite um, joke here was she goes to Victoria Scone or Scone. The debate continues. She tells her if she needs any help, just knee slide into her DMs. Brilliant. Chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Again, I'm sure for Victoria, this is a sore subject. Um, It's not something you want to be reminded of, right? (laughs) But um, it was a very, very well-timed, very smart joke. Mm -hmm. If Victoria didn't want to be there because she was upset, she wouldn't have gone. She was oh, absolutely, absolutely. She says that Casey Claus has the experience, the context, and gout. She meant clout. Uh, she tells Rue that she said stop being predictable, and then she wins an award for being fugly. That is predictable. Kitty snaps back that she's still younger than her, and Ella says only by three years. She might be thirty-two, but tastes eighteen. That one I was like, okay, maybe that's a little gross, but still pretty funny. <laughs> Crystal is like a cute little chihuahua puppy that she wants to pick up, put in a bag, and throw off a cliff. Last week, she played a robotic fashion girl, talk about typecasting. If she's ever in need of a brain transplant, she's picking crystals because it has not been used yet. That was incredible. It was, that was very good. Um, Ella did great. Ella, I knew she was going to be funny. I didn't think she was going to be that funny. Do you know what she also obviously benefited from? It's like being an actor, she mm-hmm. would be much easier to learn the lines. 
Yes. And just yeah. perform it. Um, Absolutely. Instead of like, I was about to say look at notes, which Kitty got critiqued for, but she's a trained actress. <laughs> Fucking hell. Absolutely. Sorry, babe. Um, but Ella did it very well. So we'll yeah, she, she was very good. <laughs> well, next up is um, Vanity Milan and her greasy face. I think Vanity looked the best she's looked all season, and this wasn't even a runway. Love the pearls, love the white bodysuit. She looks so angelic. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that the girls are now preparing for things that are on their list, because I know what the list looks like. I've seen several. <laughs> um, and and th- they know that if it... Oh, you're, it, they give you specific things, and you can tell when you're reading through it, you're like, oh, I need to really put money into this. And it helps when your husband is a costume designer who is very cute and loves loves her so much, but like yeah, thank goodness she really prepared that because it was stunning. I didn't like that her foot was broken off at the ankle because I hate that on queens. But you know, I I'm not on the show. I don't do drag, but I would have changed it. <laughs> He'll do drag soon. Don't worry. I'm in the drag room. <laughs> the debut will happen. Um, all right. So she was excited to be on season three and she entered the room and realized, fuck, she's the only black queen there. And you know what happens to the token <laughs> black person in a scary movie. They always go first. She says, thank God it wasn't her and it was Anubis. She asks if there's a new bus running. And Ella just did that joke. So Vanity is not good at roast because she didn't know how to edit that line. Yeah. Bless but beforehand with the, um, the token black queen, that was funny. That was a really, really good read for herself and a read to the show as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A double whammy. Mm-hmm. Come on, so why her... is she black season four? <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. <gasps> that would be so fun. Well, her husband makes 80% of her costumes and there's a slight language barrier as the only word he knows in Estonian is orange. Orange is the new black. Black don't crack and she's at peace with that. Okay. I thought that was funny. I think the it orange, was good. the orange guy was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we knew it because was coming the, then we... the judges were in on it. Like they exactly. created that joke for her. Classic. It was Absolutely. hilarious. Waiting for her to pull out a Dorito compact, but like we're not Coco Montre, so we can't. All stars. We'll do that at all stars. Well, she has learned that she's not the smartest person in the world because when she found out. Um, that it was a roast challenge. She thought it would be a cooking challenge and she'd be making dirty rice. She then refers to Crystal, Ella, and Kitty as the White Supremes, which was a very, very funny line. She says that she is the Beyonce and someone can tell Ella someone can send her luggage. No one gets it. She says she'll be here all week, to which someone screams out, not for long, sweetheart. Do we know who said that? I couldn't make out who it was. Oh, I can't remember. I think we. I think I clocked who it was during the screening, but I'd have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't tell who it was because it, it cut away from the audience. But again, I love when the audience comes back at them. So Vanity is going to pick up the mic and goes to the audience to read them. And it's a smart move. And she falters. She calls Charity some green ass bitch, tells Scarlett her dress doesn't fit, tells Charisse that she has wires around her neck with her titties hanging out. She wasn't prepared here. And she, I don't know how long she was sitting there before like her set got going, but... She could have had some time to run a couple ideas in her head while they were sitting there. Yeah, she kind of floundered. It was just, it was, they weren't, it wasn't a roast. She was reading them and being shady is, does not make you opulent. I, uh, um, I, oh, get that tattooed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 
I like the first bit of it though I found funny because she sort of stuttered as well because she wasn't sure about what she was about to say you're mm -hmm. just some some green ass bitch and it was like you know when kids on the playground you 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 smell you're mean and it was it was just like a playground sort of like read it was it really was it was funny to me for like the wrong reasons because it was mm -hmm. just like an unprepared like oh you're just gonna go to the line and say the first thing that comes into your head babe. well speaking oh. of things that i was unprepared for and a little uncomfortable things got weird as she asks everyone if they've pissed on themselves she confesses she has once and she says it's like being in love because everyone can see it but only you can feel the warmth no, no, no. She says it's the shittiest joke she's ever came up with, but that would be number two. No laughs, no laughs. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm here all week. <laughs> um, yeah, Where, what was she trying to get out of this joke? Because it was a weird way to end that set. It was. It was. I um, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm not in the There break. had to have been more to it. Like, I think I, there must have been it didn't something. Flow. No, it was... literally. <laughs> uh -huh. All right. Not there. Next up, it is Kitty's stand-up set. Forgive her father, for she has sinned. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. I thought wonderful way to start off. She starts by talking about something near and dear her to her heart. Her, and not not our guest, her. Um, did you think it was gonna be about you? Oh, absolutely not. She wouldn't give me a, sh a shred of air time. <laughs> yeah. Nah. When she was 14 on a family holiday, she got mistaken for being the mom. The worst part about it is she looked so haggard and old that she had six kids, one of them being her own mother. How she wasn't bullied is beyond her. She wants to bully herself. If you can't read yourself, how can you read anybody else? That was so smart. And when I tell you, I'm going to start scrolling through our shared pictures. I have that picture from that holiday. And she looks 50 years old. She sat on top of an elephant. She sat on top of an elephant as well. And the story is completely true. And it is fucking hysterical. Right. Oh I'm gonna God, that's so funny. I, I didn't so think funny. it was true. I no, thought it was yeah. like, just, that's like a really good read of yourself. Like, I look like a middle-aged woman. So... No. That's so funny. I'm, I live. I will. I am listening, but I'm going to find this picture for you because I feel like the. Oh, no, yes, we can please. wait for you to find this picture. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're, we'll, oh my god, that's so funny. So she is going to say that she is known for being a queen of a thousand impressions, just like Crystal is known for being the queen of a thousand faces. Okay, she got a lot of work done. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. See, Rue, yeah. Was it a, was it a plastic surgery joke, or I was so, it like a? Crystal has the same face. She always paints very similarly. It's 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 not. I don't. I think it was a plastic surgery. Right. Joke. That's why I don't think it was a plastic surgery joke because she always looks the same. I thought it was kind of like you're kind of shady. Okay. Like right. you have so many so many different facets to yourself that like uh, we don't really like that. All right. All right. Well, Rue says Crystal was born to do drag, but what she was not born to do was an acting challenge, snatch game, a sewing machine, line learning, and choreography. The list goes on. She makes a clueless reference. She is just a virgin who can't drive. I thought that was well, very she good. she flubbed the reference. She didn't she even did. get it right. But she, that, I love her for making it. <laughs> she tried. She says, vanity is so lucky for husband. What, what, what's the line then? You're just a virgin who can't drive. Like, she should have, like, said it verbatim. In my opinion, it would have been more okay, recognizable. Yeah. Fair. Like, it would have been, like, 
instant rather than like, oh, I have to think about it to be funny. But I'm very critical. Yes, you are. I know. She says Vanity is so lucky her husband makes all of her looks for her. Too bad he couldn't make her win a challenge by herself. Easy, good read. Teresa is named after a spicy cured sausage. Doesn't mean she has to smell like one too. Her, have you ever smelled Teresa? Does Teresa really smell bad? Uh, no, I haven't smelled. I've not been in. I've been in close contact with Teresa before, actually. Unfortunately, but you know what? One day, hopefully, one day I'll get the a nice waft of a. Listen, I think sausage. Teresa just needs to market this. She needs her own brand of sausage. She needs her own. Teresa scented uh, perfume. This is this is the brand for her. Her it's pussy is like a peach. It's perfect. What a bop. Should have been it's number so one. good. It uh, listeners, if you want the real tea, that is currently my uh, alarm clock song. I wake up to that song now. Um, do you want a quick news flash? Because I found the picture. Yes, please. Yes, please. It's Rus- I'll wait for Russell to come back. I've got the picture. Um, so oh my they're, God. they're on holiday. I think they're in Thailand, maybe. This is Kitty. <laughs> Kitty, with her older brothers in front and her two younger siblings are with her either side. She's 14 in this picture. Oh <laughs> my God. This cannot be real. <laughs> oh my God. That's brilliant. Thank you for this moment. This is the I, best. I. <laughs> oh my oh god. god! That's I'm, so good. I'm so sorry, Kitty. <laughs> Do you know what? You're famous. It's now, okay. So you can deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? She'll also, probably share that broadcast in the video, too. so we're fine. Yeah, mm. listeners, you don't get to see it. We do. It's an exclusive to us. I'll send, I'll send it to you after. You can uh, keep that forever. It's a. Uh... Thank you. All right. So she goes to charity case. Say no more. She says, Scarlet Harlot, your wigs are flatter than River's performance at Snatch Game. A great double whammy. She tells Alan that she loves his show, Chatty Man. It's just the same that he talks so much shit on the panel. So this is what Russell was referring to earlier about the promo and Alan being upset. This was the reference. And I was like, are they going to be not happy with Kitty's roast? I'm loving it. I, I was a little nervous for her. No, but- uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was a good joke. And then she calls. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. She calls Kathy Burke the poor man's Don French. It's an honor as she just as she watched Gimme 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 and Absolutely Fabulous is her favorite show. She just wishes Jennifer Saunders was available tonight. Great read, love that one. Um, and she tells Rue that her British accent is as convincing as Michelle Visage's Vogue routine on Strictly. I was so upset. Why? I was so upset. Because I watched Strictly Come Dancing just for Michelle Visage, mm-hmm. and I loved her Vogue because she she was part of creating Vogue. That was a great performance. It was. It was a good performance. Well, I, I feel like the American public um, got one back on a British star and Dancing with the Stars this year when they wrongly eliminated uh, Mel C. Like, what the hell was that? What? She, she could have won this season. Oh, so she, no, it's JoJo's season. Yeah, she, she was on this season. She was doing very well, but JoJo Siwa is probably going to win. It's fine. We love the first girl and girl pair. JoJo's on a dancing competition. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, isn't it? Bloody hell. Her excuse is that I've never done ballroom. And I'm like, I know you literally have. I, I know you have. 
first. And she gets a perfect score on her jazz routine. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But so Amanda Klutz is also a dancer. She's Correct. also on the show. It's true. Like on All Broadway, right. so we gotta be yeah. specific. We're gonna move on to our runway, and the category is Oh My Goddess. And in honor, we are gonna play OMG or OMG. I know my puns are they're dying, friends. It's been a lot of drag race this year. We're good, we're trying. So more to come. I know. All right, we're gonna start off with Crystal Versace. Look by Dee Delicious, headpiece by Medea Artware, hair by Crystal, face by Dr. Motox. Inspiration um, by Juju B. Oh, you're already starting with that. You are starting. Okay, well, we love two way sequins. I think the gold and silver was so regal and stunning. The headpiece was magnificent. I think the heels were perfectly matched into this look, bringing the sequins all the way in. Um, it, she floated. The brown velvet toga was striking color, a great contrast to the look. Um, there was just no way she wouldn't look good in this challenge. I was really, really impressed. Russell, you have opinions. What you you got something to say? Clearly, what do you what do you want to say about Crystal? Let's walk this back to where you said the brown toga was perfect because brown. I was offended look. by the brown. Okay. okay, it should not have been brown. It could have been orange. It could have been gold. It could have been and white would have been weird, but like not brown. It should have okay. complemented, not contrasted. So All right. it was very like in the middle. All right, of it. her, her, you, you are the 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 tiebreaker here, and you knew you're going to be at this episode. So you said, yeah, you said at the start I'd be the tiebreaker, and I didn't realize that you two uh, did have such differing opinions. But um, oh, no, oh my god, god. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. <clears throat> um, I really liked the brown as well. Sorry, Russell. No, I you <laughs> longer. No. I think it makes. The gold looks so much deeper and richer. Mm-hmm. And I think really, I don't think it's even a contrast. I think it really complements it nicely. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe it's just the wrong shade of brown. To me, it should have been like a caramel. This was very chocolate. It, it, it was like, chocolate, but it also felt kind of copper. It kind of worked in a metallic I sense. wanted it to be copper, but it didn't, it, it was like velvet, but it didn't, the when it reflects the light like it does, it didn't come off as the right color. I'm sure the lighting has a big thing to do with it. I'm sure oh, in her Instagram pictures, it will look stunning. But like to me, watching it walk down, knowing that you've seen every single season of Drag Race, that you know that the lights will change what we see, which isn't, it's not for us. RuPaul and Michelle and the judges are there. Mm-hmm. But like, it didn't look to me the way that I think that she wanted it to. Okay, it's fair. Because I know that what both of you are saying, it looks it's supposed to look like analogous. It's supposed to be this like color that makes sense and it, it goes, but it doesn't go and it brings out the other colors and it looked like poop. I think I think what I could have done more with, and this went for pretty much everyone, was aside from it being just strands of fabric, I think goddess, they need like capes, like full on Yes. I want a fuck ton of fabric for goddess. Yeah, like, like diaphanous, like whoosh. Yeah, it needs to be just endless. And they were like strips of fabric. And I love the, co- I yeah. still like the color. I'm going to stand by the color, but I do want, I want more of it. I like the look. Absolutely. I would give it an OMG, not an OMG, but I didn't like the color. 
That's fair. So Michelle says she started strong, but limited herself by only telling age and slag jokes. There was more she could have explored, but charming nonetheless. She thinks the look is breathtaking. Alan felt nervous for her, but she has likability, so he forgave her. He says her performance on the runway brought him to an Inca temple. Kathy says it's hard to tell someone to their face that they're a fat old twat, but she did it with such ease, so she applauds <laughs> her. Did she call her a fat old twat? I don't remember that specifically, but maybe that was cut she for time. She didn't say it specifically. <laughs> um, Kathy couldn't keep her eyes off of her, and Ruth says that she has the energy that allows the audience to have fun with her, which is half the battle. If she were to do it over again right now, what would she have done to make sure of? She would have come in with some jokes. She's a self-aware queen. Um, I will give this an OMG. I love the look. Yeah, it's an OMG for me too. I think she looked great. Audience agrees. Yeah, 90% OMG, 10% OMG. Next up is Ella Bidet. Uh, At the time of recording, no designers listed. Um, This is drastically different look for Ella, but it does feel a bit simple just in concept i'm kind of bored by stoned bodysuits i love the blues and silvers and playing into the stars the human hair is human hair but it's just lacking power the tattered blue fabric felt like an afterthought it's a very cohesive look but i am underwhelmed you hate me you hate my opinion okay russell you're starting second her what do you think about the look no i think russell i feel like i need to be the tiebreaker each time because okay russell you go <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe you didn't like this. She looked like it would not not thinking of it in terms of like, oh my god, you're wearing another body suit, but like she looked akin to Botticelli's Venus. Like she looked like she's coming out of the clamshell. She looked naked. And then it was clever that she had the constellation on her. And I was like, yes, come on, Virgos, here we go. Let's do this for us. Um but also the, the hair, like I get what Michelle said. It could have been big, but she already had it. She wasn't going to style human hair because I don't think that she could style wigs, but prove me wrong. I love a day. Um, It was beautiful. It was like very natural. And she had enough of the fabric where Crystal did not that moved in different directions. So it looked so much bigger. Whereas Crystal was like, it moves with her. And she, she, it was just like, whoosh. Whereas Chris was like, <laughs> okay, her tiebreaker. Who are you going? I loved it. <laughs> I fully agree with Michael again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, she looks gorgeous. Like her face is always beautiful. She's got a gorgeous face. Um, it was. It's goddess. It's not. I don't think of a bodysuit when I think of a goddess. Like, although crystals, and I, but I feel like the fabric bits just look like random ribbons, whereas mm-hmm. crystals had some body to it. I, again, I'm not here for like random strips of fabric. I want like fucking yards and yards. Yards, I'm American now. We say like, I mean, <laughs> meters. Um, <laughs> no, oh no, we say, we say yards of fabric a bit. Yeah. I, I just wanted lots more fabric and I needed the hair to be styled. She looked gorgeous. It did need to be yeah. styled. She looked good, but it did need to be styled. I And also the bodysuit was gorgeous. I think she looked mm-hmm. um, as a whole and it's, it is still an OMG, but for goddess, it didn't, it wasn't goddess for me. I agree. It wasn't like, it wasn't done in a way that was like, 
intentional. It was a lot of good pieces that came together to be like, oh, you look great, but goddess. I just, I, she surpassed like what she could have done. Mm. Like, I don't think, I don't think she's, she's not a look, she's not known for looks like, um, Mm But um, I just, I think when you're doing a goddess look, it needs to be, I need structure. I need lots of structure, mm-hmm. like form and regalness. And it just- It, it wasn't just, regal. No, yeah. it just felt a bit, it didn't, and also goddess, you need to be powerful. I feel like you need power in the look. And I just don't think there was like enough power in that. I wouldn't feel like I'd be, I, I'm not worshiping. That's um, fair. I'm here for it. I love you, Anna. Please don't <laughs> hate me. Michelle she looked, says... She did look beautiful, though. She did she look did. great. She did yeah, not she look like a grandma. Did. Fuck Michelle. She looks amazing. I just don't think it was um, goddess. Mich- Michelle says she started strong and she smashed it. She said on the runway she was so beautiful, but because it was so grand, she wanted the hair to be more grand. Alan says ha- that half a stand-up was hiding her nerves and delivered a sharp, biting one-liner scattergun and took everyone down. Kathy said she gave everyone a hell of a good time. She said the blue rinse was a bit old lady for her, but she's got a body to die for. And Rue says her body language was relaxed and we were free to laugh. I will give it an OMG because it is beautiful. Yeah, I'm giving her OMG too. She looks amazing. Um, yeah. Russell? Oh, absolutely OMG. I will say that like it looked expensive. Where to me, and I'm gonna get so many haters more for this, that crystals looked cheap. I was very surprised that like the quality that she brings and the way that she sells it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of it to me personally had to do with her makeup styling. It didn't fit. So her face was giving one thing and her body gave another and then the headpiece gave another. But crystal felt very rushed and less presentable to me than Ella. Ella felt expensive, which lent itself to, to goddess, but it didn't feel like goddess. I don't know. And That's I also fair. think they weren't really, they weren't really Grecian with everything. And it didn't have to be Grecian. There's multiple kinds right, of goddesses. Right, exactly. It could, have, it could have been any kind of goddess. And I think they, they went almost not an easy way out, but like they went um, a predictable way. Would have loved to see what Charity or Victoria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The audience on this one, 42% OMG, 58% OMG. They were not here for Ella's look, my audience. I was very shocked, but next up, Vanity Milan. Uh, no designers were listed, but I'm assuming it's Sam Adamson, Adamson each week. I think she looks magnificent. The gold is a brilliant color on her, and she has one of the best beats she's had all season. The headpiece is wonderful. The corset is stoned to death, but I wish there was something else beyond the waist, whether it was like a skirt or something. There was just too much leg showing and felt a little incomplete to me. Russell, let's hear. Are we on the oh same side this time? Uh, uh. No, no, no. All I right, what are you gonna say? She she has looked better. She felt more like a goddess in other episodes than this one. I think the the choice of the black fabric as the draping was a poor choice of color. Great design element, but even if it if it was like skin toned, because I think that's what she was going for. Mm-hmm. Like her her corset was gold and it was really accentuating her her how beautiful she looked and she really looked so beautiful. That hair was so stunning, but 
black made it look very different. Like it gave it a poor choice of negative space. Whereas if it would have, like she gave them the amount of fabric that her and I were looking for. Like it was like, it was there. She had it on her arms and on her legs. And it, if it was, if it was a, more of a contrast, I don't know. It just, it really undersold it. And then the, the corset, I mean, I haven't seen it on AliExpress, but if I looked hard enough, I think I could find it. Oh no. All right, her tiebreaker. Love her, where are we but going? She didn't look great. Um, she could look so much better. <laughs> so I'm with one of you. <laughs> and I'm with Russell this time. All right, okay, okay. Let, I, all right, I'm here for it. Okay. So I have points to make because obviously I love Vanity, adore her. I agree with both of you saying the, the waist, the body part was gorgeous, stunning. You know, the waist area, the corset, that was mm -hmm. fab. Face, amazing. The headpiece looked gorgeous on her. Um, but the fabric on the arms and the back, it was, it should have been, well, I, I'm, just, I'm looking at them now. I'm like having a little uh, look at you look. Mm. Um, I don't think a sheer fabric was the right choice either. I think it needed, no. to, be, it needed to be heavy and mm -hmm. like rich looking. <gasps> like, oh. Yeah, I wanted, I don't think it's even a, a colour issue with this fabric. I wanted weight and like drama. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think I'd have wanted it to be gold. I want the whole thing to be, you know. If she I, looked like a gold, oh yeah, absolutely. I thing is, I'm a sucker for colour blocking. I don't like, I don't like having really more than one colour in the look. I love just a powerful, boom, there you go. Although... I say that having liked the brown on uh, but <laughs> I, I just like a cohesive color story and I think an all gold look would have looked so much more expensive and yeah if that if um it had not been sheer if it had been a, a thick a thick fabric oh, oh absolutely um like there's some gold fabric at the back but I wish all of it had been that um maybe a lame perhaps Although that's <gasps> yes, even that, yeah, like a like a, a not sheer lame, but like a a double face where it looks reflective on both sides. That would have been stunning. Yeah, the look kind of reminded me of reflective. Well, not reflective. Um, a, a oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just because when you've got such an embellished and shiny bodysuit and headpiece and neck piece, to then have like a matte see-through fabric. Mm -hmm. It just uh, it cheapens it and makes it look yeah. less good than it is, and it, that could have looked amazing with the right cape bit. So. It, it yeah, kind of reminded me of yeah, it kind of reminded me of the Madonna halftime show look. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was a reference point. I don't know. Well, mm. Michelle says she looked beautiful in her routine, and the white supreme line was funny. Where she was wrong was she had the feist and fire, but it went nowhere. There was a lot to read in the audience. She took the safe route. She said the runway, she was living her fantasy. Kathy loved it when she was being herself, but she needed confidence. She says it's a remarkable piece of work that you can't buy, but you can marry it. Rue says she had some funny things in there and she is actually funny. And Alan says she looked like a true goddess and she looks like a religious icon. I'll give it an OMG. I I, I I liked it. Was it my favorite? It was probably my third favorite of the week. 
Yeah, I'm. Oh, I, I'm gonna omg her because it's not omg. So it's yeah. it's not. Yeah. yeah, she she looked good, but she could have looked exquisite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The audience, 82% OMG, 18% OMG. And finally, we have Kitty Scott Claus, hair by Wig Chapel, look by Fancy Boy London, face by Dr. Motox, uh, Greek goddess. The cut of the toga rides up a bit, and I wish it covered the pink panty, but that is the only visible flaw. This look was stunning. The hair Where did crown you see is. Panty? It, you, it, if under the, um, the toga part, there's the, the pink little. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hair crown is brilliant. It is very fashion, very envy Peru, but she makes it work like it, she's the first one to wear it. The soft violet flows so beautifully in contrast to the gold. Kitty is radiating and it's just so nice to see her radiate like this. Russell, thoughts? I loved it. I didn't get Hercules. I, don't, I mean, I understand the reference, but to me, she looked more like Like more expensive than that. Like all of that train on the side, she looked more, she looked goddess. She didn't look mm-hmm. referential. Like that was like, huh, statuesque. And the fact that yeah. she chose the right gold fabric and the right pink and they complemented each other. I w- she is a very pink person. Mm-hmm. Like you think of Kitty Scott Claus and like, oh my God, pink. I wouldn't have done pink. She's a very blonde girl. I think she would have looked, I loved her in that red hair for the fruit challenge. I, I don't know, I, I mean, it's not a max where I'm like, we don't want to see gray hair on the runway, but like, I think she could have changed it up a little bit so that it would have been like, oh my God, because I think the runway is really where it came down to if she had an overpowering runway over Ella, she could have won because the challenge was pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of wanted her to win this. Like, I felt her comedy was more roasty, even though Ellis was more cohesive. So I think that her, even though her running with, when her runway was so stunning and so fabulous and so perfect, like, if she changed up herself, which I hate myself for saying that, but, like, she changed, like, the base of it. It could have been... <gasps> Versus like, oh, beautiful. Kitty Scott Claus is giving us reference. It's giving us beautiful. It's giving us stunning. We know that we should expect that. But like, it wasn't unexpected for me. That's fair. Her, are you going to be stealing this outfit from Kitty? Um, you should. Absolutely. Like, honestly, I mean, I can't confirm or deny whether I've known what her outfits will look like for months on end. But um, I have been... <laughs> it. I have been very excited for this to be on the television because it's one of my favorite looks of Kitty's for the whole season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Fancy Boy has made me an outfit before, so I'm not gonna in any way badmouth this because I love Fancy Boy. They're, yeah. they're such an exquisite designer. They have such an eye for detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Fancy Boy London. They're amazing. And honestly, Kitty is always so well proportioned. She knows how to. Mm-hmm. Well, I, because near the start of the season, they said something about her shoulders, but I think they were like talking out their ass, to be honest. I think like she always proportions her body very well and her outfits are very well tailored to her body. Um, and yeah, I just guess it was a complete success. And it was what goddess should be, in my opinion. Yeah, yes. I agree. It was, it was goddess. It looked goddess. You saw her and said, oh, the theme's goddess. Like you wouldn't need to be told without 
knowing what the theme was. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the mark of doing the runway well. I yes. agree. Kathy says she bows to a superior comedy queen. She thought she was witty and sharp. She loves being a pound shop Don French as it's gotten her where she is today. Alan loved the roast and did the classic stand-up thing where she lured them into a false sense of security and then attacked them all. He wishes she put her notes down. He says that the look is classic Greek and loves the hair. Michelle says it was joke after joke, but she did look down a lot. On the runway, she says it's fun. Her and an opera diva meets Hercules. OMG. Love the look. Mm -hmm. It was very opera diva. Yeah. It was so yeah. stunning. That hair. The hair was so mm -hmm. beautiful. It was gorgeous. Oh. The audience, 88% OMG, 12% Oh Matt Dream. They're so all we're going to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're going to go to Untucked Jr. where they all cheers for that exquisite challenge. Kitty feels amazing with amazing critiques. Vanity is glad she got through it. She roasted herself more than she roasted anybody else, and she didn't even go for the judges. Crystal is proud of herself as she was dreading the challenge. And Ella says it's interesting when they say she's comfortable in a, it's a contradiction to what she feels in her head. It means so much to her to get the critiques she did. They may not have liked her blue wig, but that's fine. And Kitty tells her that walking the runway as a blue rinse Nana, she complains that they call her old and then the judges call her old. And Ella says that she's never seen a granny with blue hair. And Kitty says, Mrs. Slocum, who dat? Um, her help us out here. I should probably, I've, I've heard the name so many times. Let me look at what it is again, because I'm going to get crucified by, oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so she's on a show called Are You Being So? She's got, like, pink hair. But it's a big thing in the UK where, like, old women will give their grey hair, like, a lavender tint or, like, a mm -hmm. blue tint. Like, lots of old women over here. It's just... It's a thing. I don't know gotcha. why. I, will I mean, I've seen it here, but it's not, like, a common thing, right? Uh, no, I feel like here it's... Um, uh, old ladies put uh, that red, that, like, boxed red in their hair. <laughs> It's oh gross. Well, you're from well, New Jersey, so that's true. It's a Long Island thing too. But the alarm sounds, and I, along with them, freaked out. Literally, the last time there was a siren sound in at the untucked area was for COVID last season. So I was like, "What are they doing? What's happening?" But for the first time in Drag Race UK, we get video messages from loved ones, and I'm fine. I'm glad it finally crossed the pond. That was really, really amazing. Mm -hmm. No comment. So first, I'm so mad I didn't get to give one. To who? Who did you not get to give one to? Who else would I have given one to? <laughs> would you have been the video message? Yes, I was I was the person. They they had me on the list to be the person. Oh. We didn't Maybe make all it far stars. from the season. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> all stars. Maybe all stars. <laughs> first, we have Ella's boyfriend Marco and her dog Wally. Uh, they were so cute. Um, they tell them tell her that they miss her and it's not the same without her. It's quiet, and he only has Wally's stinky farts. And Ella starts to tear up, yet beaming in a way we haven't seen from Ella at all this season. She's really showing us some emotion. Mm. I, I thought it was really, really sweet. Yeah, yeah, they're a couple, and they're obviously, like, they've been together a while, I think, so. Mm -hmm. It was very, very touching. And we love dogs. Everyone loves a dog. What is it that you people say in the UK? They're very fit? Fit, Yes. When they're a fit couple. <laughs> Next, we have Kitty's mom and dad and dogs, and they are adorable. They tell her that they are proud of her and her creativity, humor, and has the strength to show people who she is. 
And again, it's the first time we're seeing emotion out of Kitty. And yet she follows it up with, I don't know who they are. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of person I love and adore. So good. Is that how Kitty is when she gets emotional? Uh, yeah, she is. She um, she doesn't really often get like too emotional. She um she, she cries at the stupidest things. Her main thing that she cries at is she doesn't like when characters read in films or TV shows. She can't watch Matilda for that because they. I'll tell you <laughs> because um she thinks they don't have any friends <laughs> and it makes her sad. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. That's good. Uh, I Next instantly up. thought of Michael because I was like, oh my god, her dogs. That's who he, if Michael was on Drag Race, his dogs would give him a video message. Yeah, yeah. Next up is Crystal's parents and siblings. Uh, yeah, the kids look just like her. Um, they knew Crystal was going to be a drag queen when she was dressing up in her mom's high heels. They know she's in the place she wants to be and giving her her best shot. The other queens even agree the siblings look alike. Um, it's scary, isn't it? It was her really mom looks scary. like Charity Shop, Shop Sue or what Crystal tried to make Charity Shop Sue look like. Yeah, I was like, there you are. <laughs> and finally, it's Vanity's husband, Sim, aka the designer of the season. Every single look she wore, um, we finally get to put a face to the name. He is Estonian, very, very sweet, and he can't wait to hug and kiss and hold her. He told her she is born to be a star, and Vanity cries. Vanity says that seeing her husband will give her the fight. Crystal says she doesn't care if it, she feels like crap now. She's doing it for her family. Whatever happens now, they're doing it for their families. And now the for them, they're a little family as well. Are you a fan of the um, video messages? Yeah, I thought it, I think it was needed. Like, I don't know why we've not had it for the last two yeah. seasons. I guess in season one, they had the makeover challenge where they did their families. Mm -hmm. So that was sort of like having that. But season two, they obviously couldn't COVID do a makeover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really nice. And I was, I've met Seam a few times as well, and they're such a lovely couple as well. So it was nice, mm -hmm. to, nice to see that moment too. It, it reminds everyone that we're just humans at the end. We're people too. We've That's got true. Have Definitely. you met Kitty's parents? Um, I've met her dad. I've met her dad mm -hmm. before. He's actually oh. one of the, um, the co-owners of my day job where I work. So <laughs> oh, I, that's crazy. I'm always like very nice to them. I've got to be very, uh, I can't lose Kitty as a friend because I might get fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ella is deemed the winner of the challenge. That brings her up to four badges. Kitty is safe leaving no Crystal sash. and no sash. You're right. No sash. Uh, this leaves Crystal and Vanity as the bottom two. I think my biasy, I would have made Kitty the winner because um, I do think she did have a better runway. Um, I understand the edit why they went with Ella because they did give her a little more praise. But um, do you both agree that Ella was the winner? Um, I mean, from the the way the episode was edited, uh, yeah, I think she yeah. deserved the win. But it it was like a coin toss, uh, no, a coin toss. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, I'm tired. Um, no, it was like a toy. Oh my god, a coin fucking toss. It could have been either of them. It could have yeah. been either. Absolutely, it, it could have been. I think that what exactly what they presented, Ella won. Whether mm -hmm. or not that was necessary, but it's also very Shea Coulee. Like she, Shay won two wins with Sasha, mm -hmm. and and Ella won a group win and a double in and with with Kitty. 
Maybe there'll be a lip sync for the crown. Perhaps. Maybe yeah. not. You never know. It's next week. Yeah. So the song is Hallucinate by Dua Lipa. What a bop. I love that song. That's It's such a good album, too. Mm-hmm. It was a standout on the album for me, that song. Yeah. Truly. So there was no question that this was majorly just a test for Crystal. Track record was not going to save Vanity here. Um, I think Crystal did surprise me a little bit. I have obviously not seen her perform live. We've only seen her perform in challenges that are prescribed to do something specific. She had a fire with this song, and I was quite impressed with her performance. Um, But I do feel like Crystal is in her wheelhouse when it comes to modern pop. Like, I don't know what she would have done if she were to do the Hey Big Spender lip sync. I don't think that would have worked. What did you guys think of the the lip sync? Agreed. I was a little bit bored. It was a boring lip sync. I oh, said yeah. that. I just, I don't think that song is a good lip sync song. I, it's a good song, but it doesn't mean it's good for a battle. Like, right. especially for a semi-final, I just think there's so many, like, I feel like we need more ballads on Drag Race for lip syncs, like big power Absolutely. ballads. Absolutely. Just don't get enough. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we could have done with that, really. Um, but that's obviously, they can't, they can't decide what song it is. And it's just... Right. There's only so much you can do with a song like that. It's like very repetitive. So you that's can... the thing. It was it was repetitive. Mm-hmm. It was like there was it was there was no catalyst to like a winner. It was like yeah. oh a build and then a, a lull. I yeah. think you're, when you're going to do a split here, okay, both of you do a split. Great. Yeah, Perfect. I think when one of the strongest moments of the lip sync is the two of them walking to the back of the stage during the instrumental part, like in sync with each other that's not necessarily the sign of a strong overall lip sync. And I think you're right is in tune to what the song rings. It's not meant for um, a dramatic performance or or powerful performance. It's there to make the gays dance in a club. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I did enjoy their interactions into the splitting uh, spinning split. And I think that is when Crystal did officially seal the deal but she moves on to the final three and we finally say goodbye to Miss Dirty Rice, Vanity Milan. I got some burning questions to round out this podcast. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What is Vanity's legacy? I think there's no doubt she's provided some of the best lip syncs like mm-hmm. in UK history, especially the scandalous lip sync, getting Alicia Dixon. Yes. Like, shut the house down. It was... That was the lip sync of the season. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, no, I think I think she's also with her lip sync, she's made herself very bookable for lots of tours. Absolutely. Which, you know, the race only it's only the beginning, isn't it? Like I know they say it, but it, it's not a cliche, it truly is. And like right. you've got to prove that you're good on stage to have longevity in the business. And she's a performer, so she's got a bright future ahead of her for sure. Absolutely. It's a singing, dancing, drag spectacular for Christmas. Are you ready for the earworm that is Hey Sis, It's Christmas? Absolutely. I I love that song. Really? Unironically. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) When I heard this, this was going to be the song earlier, like before the season started, I was like, oh no, we're just, we're going to, I don't know if y'all had them in the UK, but we're going to get those um, Old Navy Christmas commercials with RuPaul um, doing this song again. I'm oh not God, ready do you for have it. Old Navy and the UK. 
I've never heard of that in my life. Oh, okay. it's, um, it's a very American, it, Americana store. It's oh. not even as good as H&M. <laughs> Do you have The Gap? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's so The, the Gap, Company, Banana Republic, and Old Navy are the same company. Uh, um, and it's just like different tiers of like quality, afford- affordable and quality to Americans. <laughs> But yeah, so hey, sis, it's Christmas. I'm I'm kind of surprised that it is a Christmas song, but yeah, well, it's I'm coming out Thanksgiving for us. It's like Thanksgiving. They don't they, for the UK. They don't you don't do Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't like push this like right. start every season four weeks later than they did, so they could try and get the, the Christmas number one. Knowing how big mm-hmm. the uh, and the Frock Destroyers were, not BD, bless itself, RIP. Um, <laughs> if they could have like tried to get the Christmas because that's a big deal in the UK like who's not Christmas number one at Christmas it has been for years so does it is it different in the UK though because in the US it's very much a build to get to the Christmas number one um, whereas I think that like he like the, the I mean it's not going to chart on the billboard hits it's going to be a dance hit yeah if it's good so like the dance hit number one for Christmas no, could he- get there in the next three weeks UK with music, pretty much what's released that week is what's battling for number one. So, oh. yeah. Interesting. Well, after nine episodes, the winner of the season is... Whose team are you on? Who, who's going to win? I mean, I am very obviously Team Kitty. Um, she has to take it for me. Mm-hmm. But also, none of our family have ever won, and it would be kind of nice to, like, potentially in the future, who knows have the narrative of like, someone's got to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. My a selfish part of me is like, please don't give it. No, but no, I absolutely, one million percent, I'm Team Kitty and she has to take it next week. She's been the voice of the season, the character of the season. Like so many episodes would have been, I think, dull without her, without her presence. Absolutely. And, you know, she's just nailed everything she's done. She's never actually flopped, like anything. Nope. So. She's never been to the bottom. No, so I want a nice big crown to be on Kitty's head this time next week. Russell? I mean, it's funny that her, you said that. I have literally thought that if Kitty loses, then it's a better storyline for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I I, I so desperately have wanted you on since series one, if we're in the UK. Um, Because I've known you for that long and I, I... I cannot wait for you to experience the show. And I, aside from that, think that like the, based on the US and not the UK, but just based on the US, RuPaul has always picked a winner that is different than the last. And I think that the Vivian and Lawrence, while they are so similar, share a very different, like they're like two sides of the same coin. Like one is very, polar as the other is opposite but they share that they're comedians they're both beautiful they both are runway queens and and kitty is kind of the same thing and i want kitty to win i want kitty to win i think crystal will win but i think that ella should win Ooh. i have like a a, 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 I, a poll for each of them yeah. because i think that ella has done the best hmm. Not in terms of badges, but, like, she's done the best. I have thought that about Crystal. Like, she is the only one that would provide a truly different winner to have some kind of range. 
So, and she had a very strong start to the season. Mm-hmm. It's only got down to the wire that she's been in the bottom. Um, yeah. And I think again- that's where I am also, where I think um, from the very beginning, they were really telling us Crystal is the future of drag. Crystal is the one we need to know. Um, but you're right. The past couple of weeks, she's, she's faltered a little bit. Um, and I, I, I wonder, since there is not a monetary prize and the prize is making her own series for WOW Presents, what would Crystal do for her show? Would it just be a fashion show? He did with show? Raven season two. <laughs> right? Um, so like that, that is my concern. But I think um, with so Crystal, many people um, upset that Bimini didn't win last year, I, I think Crystal could be the redemption for Bimini if she were to win. Um, oh, no, 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 no. But no. there, there, there has definitely been a narrative pushed by Rue all season long. Even the Queen said it in the roast that Rue loves Crystal in a way that I don't know if she's had that admiration for Ella and Kitty. I want Kitty to win. I think Kitty deserves to win. If Crystal were to win, I would not be surprised. And if Rue is looking at the um the statistics of the likes on social media, it would be Ella, which. Absolutely shocks me. I'm so shocked she's almost double both of them. I think Ella makes sense for the brand. I want Kitty to win. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, Ella feels like a winner. Because I I do feel extreme bias towards Kitty. Like, I think that she would make a better winner. But I also think it's going to be, like, season one, where it was Baga and the Vivian where there will be a Ella Bidet show and there will be a Kitty and Ella show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Regardless of who wins, if it's Crystal, then there'll be a Crystal show and a Kitty show, but there will be a Kitty show. Yeah. Like, come on. They cannot pass that up. I mean, I I, 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 I told Kitty already, it's like, I'm ready to see her have like her own um, show, like the Catherine Tate show. I want to see her create characters. I want to see her do sketch comedy. She's got so much talent in her that no matter what happens, she is the star of the season and I cannot wait to see what's going to happen. Um, it's going to be fun. Where can we find you both on social media and any cash payment apps you want to share with the audience and any projects Her you want to plug? H-E-R-R-T-H-E-Q-U-E-N-E-E-N. I don't know, I can't spell. Yep, yeah, Adam, it's at her, the queen on Twitter and Instagram. That's her with two R's. Um, no one cares about Facebook and I don't have any cash stuff because I'm British and we don't have tipping over here. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Twitter's more fun though. So uh, that's fair. Do you have any merch? Can, can if, if listeners want to buy merch, can you do merch? Oh, yes, I do. If you go on to tuckshopuk.com, um, you can find me in the, the merch section over there. But it's also in my Instagram bio on my little link tree. You can get merch from there. Amazing. Does it ship to the US? I've always wondered that. I think it does. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. I may be lying though. So I'm sorry if you get there and you're disappointed. But uh okay, okay. well, I've I've literally not bought merch because I didn't know if it shipped you. <laughs> because well, I would buy your Russell, merch. Russell, go find RP. out for all go find okay. out for all of us. <laughs> Russell, where can we find you? Uh that's just my name. Uh my first name underscore last name. I'm paying for a wedding. If you want to handle me, now is the time. <laughs> Well, it was such a pleasure having you both on. Thanks for chatting with me. Thank you. It's been lovely. The biggest thanks to Russell and her for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. 
If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>